Hi, entrepreneurs. It's Steph here, and I want to be sure you've had the opportunity to reserve your ticket to our Entrepreneurs Founders Weekend for our Wealth and Wellness Retreat presented by Chase Inc. We will be hosting our event at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando, Florida from May 3rd to May 5th, and you are definitely going to want to be there with us. This is going to be your opportunity to build relationships with some of the most powerful women in business. And I can share with you firsthand that the best business relationships are formed when we really get together in person. And I just know so much business magic is going to happen when we're all together. From educational panels, networking activities to wellness activations, inspiring keynotes and breakout sessions. This is going to be a weekend you are not going to want to miss. So you can reserve your ticket today over at entrepreneurista.com forward slash founders weekend. We only have a few tickets left, so be sure that you reserve yours today. That's entrepreneurista.com forward slash founders weekend. I cannot wait to see you there. The biggest lesson that I've learned since we launched the brand is that I have to take good care of myself in order to take care of my business and take care of my family and balance everything. It starts with me. So it would be very easy to fall into the trap of working 24-7, but because I have MS, it's really taught me how important it is to have balance in my life. When Julie Rice was faced with a life-altering health diagnosis just five days before her wedding, her life was transformed and she decided to launch Inner Beauty, a clean cosmetics brand free of harmful chemicals. You're about to hear how Julie went from working at a makeup counter to growing Inner Beauty and getting her brand into the retailer of her dreams. Coming up, you'll hear how her passion for makeup began as a teenager when she discovered the Clinique counter at Nordstrom. Her career journey, going from working at a makeup counter to packaging and finally product development. How her experience being diagnosed with multiple sclerosis led to her desire to create a cosmetics line that was free of harmful ingredients. Julie shares her key advice for listeners who want to start their own beauty business. Exclusive news Julie is ready and excited to share. Julie's best tips on how to get your brand into a big retailer how Julie is adapting to changes over the past year, which involves being there for her family while running her business. And finally, the biggest lesson Julie has learned over the years and how she manages her chronic illness with her busy entrepreneurista lifestyle. This is the Entrepreneurista Podcast, presented by Socialfly. It's the best business meeting you'll ever have with must-hear real-life looks at how leading women in business are getting it done. And what it takes to build and grow a successful company. It's beyond the gram. With no filters, no limits, and plenty of surprises. Julie, I am so excited to finally sit down with you and record this episode, sharing your story and journey starting Inner Beauty, because we have quite a history now over the past few years, and I knew it would be a matter of time before we got to tell your story. So welcome. Yes, thank you so much, Stephanie. It's so great to be here, and thank you so much. I'm so honored to be on the Entrepreneurista podcast today. 
Well, we're excited to have you and what a journey you have to share. And you guys, for a little background, Julie and I met a couple of years ago, actually through social media. Julie had seen an article that was posted and had reached out to me in a Facebook DM and we connected and we'll share more details about what that was around when we get into more of your story. But just wanted to share that with you guys. And I'm smiling from ear to ear now recording this episode. If you guys can just tell by my voice here, because like I said, this has been a long time coming and Julie has just quite the journey to share. So I want to hear, Julie, a little bit about how your passion for makeup started. Sure. Well, my passion for makeup first started when I was in middle school. I remember going to the Clinique counter at Nordstrom and it was a big outing like with my friends without, you know, my mom with me. And uh, I bought my first pressed powder. And that was like my iconic makeup that I always went to. And the one in the green compact, they still sell it. It's funny because I have a one of my best friends that we were friends in high school. She still remembers me using that product. <laughs> I remember my Clinique makeup as well and having that, the silver lipstick that it had like the swirls around it. Like, I feel like the first makeup you own is so memorable and iconic. Mm -hmm. And I was a Clinique girl too then. (laughs) Yes. Isn't that so funny? I love it. And then did you always know that you wanted to be an entrepreneur and start a makeup brand? Was it always a passion for you? You know, I really loved makeup, but I think I didn't really know that I wanted to do this until I was in high school. I remember when I was in high school, I really knew I wanted to work in the cosmetics industry, but I had no idea how to get there. It was like, how do I get a job in the cosmetics industry? So at the time, it was a dream to own my own cosmetics line. And that's really what inspired me to start looking like, how do I break into cosmetics? How do I learn cosmetics and study it? And that's how I ended up at FIT. So yeah, tell me a little bit about what it was like at FIT and going to school to really learn this industry and walk me through a little bit about your career journey before starting Interbeauty. Well, I mean, FIT was amazing. So the Cosmetics and Fragrance Program, it's a really small program. And I think there were like under 10 students in it. So it was really, really special. And I still keep in touch with most of the girls that I graduated with, which is great. But it's a very specialized program about cosmetics. I still think it's one of the only programs in the US, maybe in the world, for cosmetics. So that's really, really specialized. And what happens is when you graduate from FIT, usually you're placed, you know, with a job right away. So lucky for me, I was, I had been working at the makeup counter for Stila Cosmetics. So that's kind of where my journey started at the makeup counter, which I highly recommend to anyone who wants to break into the cosmetics industry, because I feel like working on this side of the business now, having that understanding of what it's like to work at the counter is really, really important. So anyway, I worked for a cosmetic manufacturer for 10 years and I started my career in packaging and then I moved into product development. And that is where I fell in love with products that were made in Italy. What did you learn from working at the counter to then working in packaging and then in manufacturing? Can you share some of like the secrets? Because I feel like, you know, when we order makeup online, mostly now, especially here, you know, these beautiful packages arrive, but so much work goes into it. What is all of the backstory and background to actually making these products? Oh my gosh. Well, that part is crazy. But like, I can tell you that when I worked at the counter, I had no idea. I had really, you know, even though I was in school at the time when I was working at the counter, I really, I hadn't worked on the industry side yet. So I really didn't know what went into it. 
But I had an idea because I was learning about it, you know, but not until I really started working did I get it. It was very interesting for me because that's where I learned like how to be a makeup artist. I was professionally trained by Stila's makeup artistry team. And I think that's kind of like, I loved makeup so much more when I had that sort of confidence to know how to apply it. And that was when Stila was still owned by Estee Lauder companies. So I ended up doing an internship with Stila in international marketing. So I was working at the counter level and then I was working at the Estee Lauder corporate offices for my internship. And so the two of those things together, like it was just such an amazing experience. And then, you know, now you have this idea to potentially start your own business. Or were you always thinking about this as you were going about and learning throughout your career? Was it always a thought for you or? Yeah, I think it was always a thought in the back of my mind, but like, I didn't know quite how I was going to get there. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, I would always think like, you know, how many more years or like, you know, at what point in my career would I actually be able to do this? You know, I always like wondered like what that looked like on the timeline as if I could plan it out, you know? (laughs) But then you went forward and did it. So can you share a little bit about what really inspired you to start Inner Beauty? Yes, yes, of course. So my story started in New Jersey where I was born and raised. And as I mentioned, I studied cosmetics and fragrance marketing at FIT. And then I worked in the cosmetic industry for more than 15 years. When I was 33, I began having some really questionable health symptoms and I kept putting them aside. Work was crazy and I didn't have time to deal with these things because I was actually in the process of getting married. So the craziest thing happened to me on top of an already crazy time in my life. My mom was undergoing treatment for cancer. And then just five days before our wedding, I was diagnosed with MS. So watching my mom go through her own health journey while I went through mine is what really inspired me to create a cosmetics line free from any ingredients that would cause harm. And that's how Inner Beauty was born. Yeah. Were you just starting to look at what was in the products that you were manufacturing at your companies? What made you really dive in and be like, oh my gosh, like I, I need to create the solution here. Yeah. I mean, it was this process that I had started out with like clean eating and then I moved to like clean living, clean products. And it was the biggest challenge for me to move to clean cosmetics because cosmetics were like my life. Mm -hmm. And every time I tried something that was clean, I didn't love it. And I was like, there's got to be a way to do this. Like, why isn't anybody else like cosmetics are so advanced now with the formulations? It can't be that hard to make good products that are actually good for you too. And so that's kind of where I started. And I would, you know, go to the store and buy a bunch of products and look at their ingredients and try them. And I was just frustrated. And I was like, I know I can do this. I still remember the first time that we met in person. So now I'll go back and and share the full story of how we connected. So you guys know, I, I also have MS and Julie had seen an article that I had shared on BuzzFeed about my MS journey, which are MS Center had then shared on their Facebook page. So Julie, you read that article, found me on Facebook, sent me a direct message and, you know, shared we have so much in common, we should definitely meet. And Julie came to my office. And I remember that day, I mean, first, I was like, Oh, my gosh, we're going to be fast friends. And you were already starting, you know, in the beginning stages of starting your business, but you started talking to me about clean beauty and what's in all of these products. And I still remember that day. I'm like, yeah, 
oh my God, I didn't even realize all of this stuff. And I was trying to get pregnant at that point and having fertility issues. And it was that conversation that really sparked my interest in realizing I need to watch every single thing that's in all of these products that I'm using. So I am so grateful for meeting you that day and that you reached out and we've now, you know, been able to continue our friendship and, you know, I've been so excited to be along this ride with you, watching you build, grow and scale your business because you're helping so many women who have sensitive bodies and need solutions to have beautiful makeup that's safe. So thank you, Julie. Thank you so much. You know, I remember reading the article and I was like, I couldn't wait to reach out to you. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even know if she's going to respond. You know what I mean? Like, will she get my DM? You know, like, so I was so excited to connect with you because I felt one, like, you know, you were so inspiring to read your story. And then at the same time, you know, I was launching this brand and I was like, we can work together. This is amazing. (laughs) No, it's so exciting. And I feel like everything happens and all the connections just happen for a reason. And, you know, I've been always been transparent about my MS journey and my fertility and then what turned into my very complicated pregnancy journey. And it's the connections that you make by sharing and building community. It's just so important. So we'll get into the power of social media in just a moment. But I want to hear a little bit more about inner beauty and how you're really differentiating your brand from all of the other clean beauty brands that are on the market. And and I can also share with you, you know, I had as you were in development of inner beauty, and I couldn't even use your products yet, I did start testing some other clean Mm. beauty brands. And for me, nothing has compared to your products. So I want to hear a little bit about how you've differentiated. Thank you. Well, I, you know, because of my own health story, the brand is very personal to me. So I felt like every decision I was making uh, going along the product development process, like it had to be good enough for me because of my own, you know, sensitive body that it wasn't just about me. It was about everyone else that was going through it. Like you, Stephanie, with your fertility journey, you know? So Inner Beauty was created to be a clean cosmetics line. Right now, I think there are so many brands that are claiming to be clean. And what they're doing is taking their formulas that already exist and just taking out some bad ingredients and replacing them with something else. So we didn't do that. We didn't start with a stock formula and just remove the bad stuff. What we did was we started with a base formula of natural ingredients that were actually good for you. So instead of focusing, like most clean beauty brands will focus more on like what's not in their products. So instead of taking that approach, we wanted to focus instead on like what really is in our products. Then we don't have to be so concerned about what's not in the products because we're not using any questionable ingredients. So as an example, our cocoa balm cream blush and highlighter is not just infused with a sprinkle of coconut oil. It actually is made up of more than 40% and it creates the base for the formula. So, so many brands are like, oh yeah, it's coconut oil infused. It's just like literally sprinkling a little bit on top because there are no regulations for that, you know, making a claim about what's in it. Well, I have to jump in and share. I talk about this all the time and I feel like I share this in my Instagram stories all the time too. I put on your lipstick, the gloss before all of my Zoom meetings and my lips feel like cocoa butter. <laughs> They're oh, very, very soft and smooth. And you know, you just feel like you're using a very clean product because you are like for me, just knowing that I'm not putting any chemicals or bad products in my body. It just gives me such peace of mind. Yeah. And, and I just love it. So I think that, you know, sometimes you can get so caught up into reading ingredient lists and it's overwhelming. You know, I was so fortunate when I started this because I was already in the cosmetics industry. I got it, you know? So when I started looking at clean beauty, I really knew, you know, how to approach it. And it's true. Like every time you put a product on, you have enough on your plate. You don't want to be worrying. Like what is in my cosmetics? 
Yeah. I don't have the time for that for sure. As a busy entrepreneur, I don't have time to read ingredient lists. I just want to look and know I could trust this brand. They're making safe products and that anything I buy from them is going to be okay for me to use. So I think that that's really great. When it comes to formulating the products, are you the one that is just deeply involved in every step of that process? I am. So basically I work directly with the chemists and that's the hard part because it really gets down to like every single ingredient in the formula and then really going through and looking at not just the safety of the ingredient, but like if it can possibly cause irritation. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like we break down everything and like I have a regulatory consultant and then we work with the chemists in the lab. And then I also have a toxicologist consultant. So I'm kind of like the middleman in between all of those people, but they don't work together. They kind of only work, you know, through me. So, <laughs> so it's quite a process. It really is. So for our entrepreneurs who are listening and they're thinking about potentially starting a beauty brand, a makeup line, something in this space, do you recommend that people have work experience in other companies similar to like your career journey before they get started? Or do you think it's possible to just jump in and start a company like yours? You know, it's really hard because I was really fortunate enough that I was already in this cosmetic space because I feel like, you know, I wasn't good at all parts of what I'm working on now. You know, I was a product developer, so I know formulas, you know, like inside and out, you know, but then at the same time, there are so many parts of the business that I didn't really fully understand, like the advertising, the SEO and building a website from scratch. Those are all things that I had to do and learn to do. And I did it. And now that I've done it, I can say like, okay, let's go build our next company. (laughs) (laughs) What is your day-to-day look like now within the company? I do a little bit of everything, honestly. I have a couple of calls a day. I try to limit it to really like two calls a day because otherwise I feel like it's hard for me to catch up with so many emails back and forth with vendors. But I'm really doing like lots of project management, you know, making sure that everybody has what they need from me and everything's getting done and approved on time, sending lots of emails. And I still keep a regular notebook and a regular uh, planner and I write everything down and I find that that really helps me. Do you have any project management tools or any apps that you're using that help you stay organized in business? I don't, but I probably should. (laughs) All right. So we'll have to get you a list from some of our past guests and what they've shared. I was going to say, any entrepreneurs listening, please let me know. (laughs) We have to get you on Slack for sure. Slack has actually been a game changer in our business, especially, you know, when you're managing freelancers or business consultants, if you can get everyone on Slack and in different channels, that helps to stay organized and then cuts down actually on a lot of the emails. So yeah, no, we can definitely have an offline conversation and talk even more about business tools and solutions for sure. So I want to know something fun. Do you have any updates that are coming soon for Inner Beauty? Like what's happening next? Any big launches? I do. So we're actually launching eyeliner next month, which I'm super excited about because it was really supposed to be ready to launch with the rest of the collection. So it's very late, (laughs) but it will be worth the wait because it's a great eyeliner formula. And I'm super excited about that. I also have a brow gel and skincare coming. Yes. I need brow gel. Great. (laughs) I know. I know. I love brow gel. The big news is that we are going to be launching Nordstrom in May. So I'm so excited about that. 
That is incredible. And especially as a newer business to be able to get into a retailer like Nordstrom, any tips or best practices you can share for striking big deals like a a deal with Nordstrom? I think the most important thing is like right now, it's just about logistics with Nordstrom. We were able to get approved as a brand. And right now it's just kind of jumping through the hoops of like, getting into all of their systems. And it's a very complex process. So I feel like I've been dropping the ball on everything else because I've been focusing on Nordstrom, but it's a lot of work. So be prepared to have a large team to handle it. That is definitely really important information and insight to share. And, you know, again, we talk about this all the time, like being an entrepreneur is not always as glamorous as it looks on Instagram, because I know when you launch, there will be a nice marketing campaign and everyone will know about the launch and there'll be beautiful assets, but there's just so much work that goes on behind the scenes. So exciting. And we will definitely be following along and are here to help with anything you need for the launch and can't wait to share with our entrepreneur community once you are Finally live. You said in May, correct? In May, yes. And we're actually doing a photo shoot in a couple of weeks in preparation for that. So we've got all of the proper Nordstrom, all of the requirements that they have for their images and stuff. So it's exciting. Well, Nordstrom's is one of the absolute best retailers and they have such incredible customer service and a wonderful reputation. So what an honor to be able to work with them as your first major retailer. And you know, the other thing is that this is like really a dream for me because when I was in college, I worked in Nordstrom. So like to think about like having my own line. And the funniest part is, is that I didn't even work in cosmetics. I was trying so hard to like switch departments to get into cosmetics, but like a spot wasn't opening up. And I ended up moving to a different retailer because I wanted to, you know, work in cosmetics so badly. But I was like, you know, I was thinking like, oh, if I could just work at the counter, but now all these years later to go, oh my God, my brand is going to be sold at Nordstrom. It's another dream come true. Come full circle. So I have to ask when you got that phone call or that email from Nordstrom saying that you were going to be in, what did that moment feel like? Oh my gosh. I, I was like, I don't even think I could like make a phone call for like a half an hour. So I was just kind of sitting there, like taking it all in, like, is this really happening? You know? And, you know, it made me feel so proud of all of the hard work I put into this because, you know, it can be hard, especially, you know, going through all of these challenging times and everything. So to get that news from Nordstrom, that Nordstrom wants to take our brand in the middle of this pandemic, you know, it was so exciting for us. Coming up, you'll hear how Inner Beauty has become a family affair and her best tips for finding balance. Hey, entrepreneurs, it's Steph here. As a founder, or really as a woman in business who is creating their own success, whether you're just starting a business or you're scaling it, dealing with finances and money can often feel very overwhelming and intimidating. We have all been there. But according to fellow entrepreneurista and personal finance expert, Varnoosh Tarabi, that fear can surprisingly be very helpful for your future success and wealth. Farnoosh is the host of the So Money podcast and the author of the best-selling book, A Healthy State of Panic. She gets candid about all things finance with leading business experts every Friday on her podcast. And she dives deeper into the nine biggest fears that hold us back both professionally and personally in her latest book, including rejection, loneliness, fear of missing out, and failure, to name a few. She offers a wealth of knowledge and tackles the relatable feelings we all experience about money. So you are definitely going to want to subscribe to her podcast. 
And if you want to meet Farnoosh live and in person, be sure to join us at our Entreprenista Founders Weekend event from May 3rd to May 5th at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. Farnoosh will be speaking and she cannot wait to connect with you. You can reserve your ticket at entrepreneurista.com forward slash founders weekend, and we will see you there. Julie, I want to talk a little bit more about your process for creating formulas. Are there specific challenges when creating formulas for specific conditions? What does that look like? Well, it took a lot longer than I ever expected to create the formulas. I was pregnant when I started working on this and I had been wearing and testing the products for months. After I had James, I had an MS relapse within a month of giving birth. And this is pretty common with MS because your hormones go crazy after birth and it's sort of just like to be expected. So I had to start on a new treatment. And when I did, I suddenly became allergic to almost all of the products in the line. Literally overnight, I went from having normal dry skin to super sensitive skin and eyes. So it took a while for me to really pinpoint it and like figure out what was going on. But my whole body changed when I started the new treatment because it was immune modifying and it actually made me allergic to different ingredients. So trying to identify what those ingredients were, that was a whole nother story. I worked with a dermatologist, an allergist, um, and a toxicologist to kind of like rule out what are the irritating ingredients in the formula. So I think that through that process, it was really important for me to like realize, like take a step back and realize that it's not just me that this is happening to, like this is happening for a reason because there are other women who are on immune modifying treatments like this and they could become, you know, more sensitive and allergic to something just like this. So it made me realize how important it was that the products had to be safe for sensitive skin. And so from that point on, we we had to literally start over with product development, removing ingredients, and it just, it delayed everything. So when we finally got the products reapproved, then it was another three months for testing. So it was just, it was a long timeline. Look, it is a long journey being an entrepreneurista and the bumps and challenges that come up every single day. And I know it can be super frustrating, especially when you have this whole timeline in your head and then oh, it, it resets again. How do you stay you know, motivated and driven to just keep going through all of these ups and downs and challenges. I always try to think like, you know, why is this happening? You know what I mean? Like there's a reason for this happening. And when I was in the thick of it, I was like, I'm the only person who became allergic to these products. Nobody else did. Like, do I just keep going, you know? But I was really trying to kind of find the reason. And I know like this is happening to me for a reason. And it was for me to stop and not make the mistake of launching this cosmetics line that people could have sensitive reactions to because of the, you know, high content of natural ingredients and really just pivot and say, okay, we're going to have to start this part over. And I think that it helps me to kind of not get stuck on that and just kind of keep pushing forward. Like it's happening for a reason. Let's just keep pushing ahead and, you know, do what we have to do to get it done. Yep. Problem solving, resilience, just keep going. So absolutely. I want to hear a little bit about how you're able to balance being a mom and also running your business. I'm always looking for advice with a, I don't even want to say almost two-year-old. I can't believe it, but it's not easy. And, you know, again, on Instagram, I feel like some people make it just look so easy. So would yeah. love any tips or advice from you about how you're able to balance it all. Sure. 
Well, I would say my best tip that I can give you is that I really like to start work early. And sometimes that's as early as like four o'clock in the morning. If you ever get a really early email from me, it's because I just naturally wake up early because I go to sleep so early too. (laughs) But I feel like I can get the most done in my day while everyone in my house is still sleeping. You know, working from home, you have to kind of take advantage of those little moments, you know? But I love working from home and being able to have lunch with my kids because I feel like, you know, when my kids weren't home with me during the day, I sometimes wouldn't even get up from my desk and like go take a lunch break, you know? So it kind of forces me now to like go upstairs, make lunch for everyone. And it's such a nice break to step away from my computer and do that. And we used to take walks outside. It's so cold to do that now, but hopefully it will be warming up soon and we'll be able to do that too. And then after I, you know, have lunch with the kids, walk around, then I can get back to work and I think that it's all about balance, you know, when you're juggling your kids, especially when they're, you know, at home, virtual learning, I've got a preschool or two, you know, like, so it's lots of things to juggle, but you have to just kind of like find time to do each part of it. Totally. I mean, I live by my Google calendar. If it's not on the calendar and blocked out, it it doesn't get done. But you said balance a few times. And that that's actually my theme for this year is balance, mm-hmm. really trying hard to find it or make it happen. It's so important because otherwise, you know, it's just so easy to get burnt out. It is. I want to know a little bit about your daughter watching you build this business. Has this just been so cool and inspiring for her to see her mom build this business? Yeah, she really loves it. She loves giving out products to her friends and she loves like she follows you, you know, on Facebook and Instagram. And she's always like, oh, did you see Stephanie's new post? And I'm like, I'm so glad that I have you to remind me, (laughs) you know, because I, I find sometimes that I don't have enough time to like, you know, follow that stuff. But She's so excited and she she's always um, giving makeup to her teachers and they love that too. And she's always like, you know, this is my mom's makeup line. And then they'll like go back and ask her like, this is your mom's makeup line. Like, <laughs> like she works for them. She's like, nope, it's hers. And, you know, she, it just, I can, I can really, she knows how much work I put into this. And, and I feel like that's such a good, valuable lesson for her. And I keep telling her, Lucy, you know, like, help me out, you know, like, I want you to come like work with me in the basement, you can, you can do different things for me, because I want her to really like get a passion for this and say, you know, like, when I grow up, that's what I want to do, because it would be amazing to have her working with me, you know, 20 years from now. Oh my gosh, that is so cool. She reminds me when you're telling that story of myself when I was younger, and just being so interested in in business and that's so awesome. She gets to see you build this and be a part of it. And it sounds like she's a little marketer over there. So let's talk a little bit about your marketing strategy. I mean, we, you know, helped advise and consult a little bit in the beginning when you were first starting on social media and your strategy. And I've just seen over the past year, so many influencers and ambassadors posting about inner beauty, talking about how incredible your products are. How have you been able to get your products in the hands of so many women who are looking for natural makeup? Well, we basically have been doing lots of influencer gifting programs. And I'm very fortunate because our PR team has a lot of connections. And so we've kind of went through all of their connections, lots of green beauty influencers, and we're just doing gifting at the moment. We kind of put a pause and we had to pull back on our marketing budget to do a paid campaign because we didn't really know what was going to be happening in the pandemic with like, you know, were people still going to be 
wearing makeup? Were people still going to be buying makeup? And, you know, fortunately they are, thank, thank goodness. And they are, you know, the most important thing is that they're actually looking for clean beauty products. So they're more concerned about the ingredients that they're, you know, in the products that they're putting on their skin. So that has worked to our favor, but it's, it's been challenging because, you know, in these times, you really don't know, like, is it a good time to make a test and, you know, try out this campaign for $60,000? Probably not the best time, but maybe we can scale it back and try it that way, you know? Have you, aside from, you know, seeing the clean beauty trend, and hopefully it's not a trend, hopefully it's just the way it is now because people are really understanding and uncovering what's in their beauty products, but have you noticed any other makeup trends that have come about this past year, given that, you know, we're all pretty much on, on Zoom all day long now? Yes, definitely. I mean, I think that there's definitely um, a surge in eye makeup because, you know, people are wearing masks. If you are going to work, you're wearing a mask and, you know, you're not really putting lip color on. So for us, it's been more about the um, the lip care, you know, things that you can wear under the mask. Like, so, you know, it's really about what people are wearing under the mask. So the Stay Calm lip balm, the Shine Infusion lip oil, you can wear those things under the mask comfortably. And, you know, you're not going to get color all over the place under the mask. And then, you know, you have the trend of the mascara because, you know, you can still see that outside of the mask. So those are two things that have definitely been trending, but also because of, you know, these Zoom style meetings, you know, it's really important that you look put together, you know, that you have some makeup on. You don't want to be wearing like full face of makeup with like, you know, winged eyeliner and stuff like that. You really want to have more of a natural look. And that's really what our cosmetic line is all about. So it's just a perfect match for right now. Yes. You know, I am all about wearing my inner beauty makeup and I, I always get compliments. Oh, Stephanie, your makeup looks so good. And I feel like I'm, I'm your biggest brand ambassador on all of my Zoom calls. I'm like, yep, it's inner beauty. Send everyone the, the link to your website. So I want to hear a little bit about some of the lessons that you've learned over the past year in business. Are there certain things that have really surprised you, things that you expected when you started your own business? The biggest lesson that I've learned since we launched the brand is that I have to take good care of myself in order to take care of my business and take care of my family and balance everything. It starts with me. So it would be very easy to fall into the trap of working 24 seven, but because I have MS, it's really taught me how important it is to have balance in my life. So I eat healthy. I take a few bar classes a week and I go to sleep early every night. And I feel like all of those things really help me function and get through the day. And I think that it's so important to take these things into consideration in your day to day, because, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm at my desk and I'm stuck on something and I just not like, I, I can't be creative and, and I feel like, oh my God, what do I need? And I need to stop and eat something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it really does matter. And if I go upstairs and I eat something that's healthy, I'll come back downstairs and I just keep going, powering through the day. If I don't eat something that's healthy, I get stuck again, you know? Yeah. So I feel like it's so important to just take care of yourself and it really just, it can help your business. You know, you have to take care of yourself the same way that you're taking care of your business. Up next, what a typical day looks like for Julie and why it's crucial to always stay true to yourself. All right, Julie. In our third segment now, we've been doing something fun. So we're going to do something new that you might not even know about if you haven't listened to the past couple episodes. So we're going to do a little rapid fire question. So just answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. Describe yourself in three words. Ooh. Sensitive, caring, and honest. 
If you could learn one new skill, what would it be? I think it would be to try to not take everything so seriously. I feel like I'm, because I'm so sensitive that sometimes I take things so seriously and it's really hard to kind of like let it go. What is your most used emoji when you send texts? Oh, definitely the heart. <laughs> Me too. <The> pink one. <laughs> what is the app on your phone that you cannot live without? The Mind Body Online. That's where I basically that's the only app I really use because I schedule my bar classes and I'm checking in on it every day. Like, do I have class tomorrow? <laughs> do you have a hidden talent that we don't know about? I would say lots of people say to me, "Oh, Julie, I didn't know that you had such a green thumb." I love plants and that's what I do. Like that's kind of like my hobby. And so I actually behind me, there's like this, um, this piece of furniture and I have all of these really tall plants, that's but they look terrible and distracting. So I, I removed all of them. <laughs> oh my gosh, no, they're so, I see them behind you now. They're so pretty. That is so one, but I've got like all of these plants next to me over here. I'm like, move them out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I did not know that about you. That is a great talent. I can't buy anything because everything dies. I forget to water everything. So I will call you next time for advice. <laughs> Thank you. My last rapid fire question is, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? If I could have any superpower, it would probably be that I could be in two places at one time, that I could basically do more than one thing at a time, because that's, I always feel like I'm like spread so thin between like my kids and work. And I would love to be in two places at one time. (laughs) That is definitely a good one. Well, thank you for that fun rapid fire segment. I know you didn't know about that. So that was so much fun. Thank you. Tell us what, what does a typical day look like for you now as an entrepreneurista, being a mom, working around the clock, but still trying to have balance? What is your schedule like? I wake up early every morning. I don't set my alarm, but I always like between like 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. I wake up, I have a cup of coffee, I start drinking my water. Um, I usually start working right away. I'll get down on the computer, get a bunch of work done, and then I'll usually break to fit in my bar class. I, I do try to go every day because I feel like it gives me so much more energy to get the day going. And then I come back, I work a little bit more. I pick up my son from preschool on Sundays at 11.45. And then I bring him home and I have lunch with him. And then I put him down for his nap, which is amazing. And I go back to work after he's sound asleep. And my daughter comes home from school early now. And so when she comes home, my son wakes up and she takes care of him for the rest of the day. So it's such, you know, it's it's a different scenario, this, you know, working from home. But I find a way to make it work. And I find that like, you know, I've got to kind of stay, stick to that schedule because I know that those are my key hours that I have to get stuff done during the day, you know? Yes. And you just have to figure that schedule out and stay on that schedule. I totally get it. And I bet so many of our mama pranistas who are listening can relate to that. I want to know what are some of your favorite inner beauty products now? Okay. So... I wear the skincare concealer, the sugar-coated mascara, and the Stay Calm Lip Balm every single day. The Stay Calm Lip Balm is by far my favorite product. It was the absolute number one must-have best product when I was doing the formulating. It had to be the perfect lip balm. And, you know, prior to starting this line, I have owned probably hundreds of lip balms, every lip balm on the market, you know? So if I do a video call on top of those products, usually I'll start first with the skin tint foundation just to kind of even out my skin tone because I have such poor lighting in my basement that I look like I'm dead if I I don't have the foundation and just a little bit of color to my face. I put some shine infusion lip oil on my lips just for a little bit of shine. And I put a little bit of the cocoa balm cream blush on my cheeks just to give me a little bit of color. Those products, 
products with the exception of the color products. We made a set called the Clean Beauty Essentials Collection. And that has actually been really, really popular because it's basically everything you need for the Zoom call. And it was featured in Birdie's top 15 makeup kits, and it's going to be featured by Forbes soon as well. So I'm super excited about that. That is so exciting. And what an accomplishment to start getting all of this recognition for this brand that you've worked on for several years. So congratulations. That is such an exciting accomplishment. Yes. Do you have a favorite mantra or quote that you live by or that really defines your work ethic or who you are? I do actually. So I would say be true to yourself. In order for you to understand this, you need to know the worst advice that someone ever gave me. And basically that advice was to never tell anyone that I had MS. And I'd be hiding a huge truth of this company if I didn't tell my story. And Stephanie, this goes back to when you and I first met and we had our first conversation, you know, and you really encouraged me to tell my story and be true to myself. So I would like to thank you too for really helping me kind of, you know, get over that hump. Look, I know it's so hard, especially when having a diagnosis like MS or any other chronic health condition, it's, it's so scary. And especially when you're, you know, like learning as you go with how to handle the diagnosis and what life's going to be like to then start sharing, it can seem so scary, but I feel like now, you know, through the power of social media and being able to connect and meet others and learn from one, one from one another and, and not feel alone. I mean, look, that that's how we met because you I know took that step and reached out. You didn't, like you said, you didn't know if I was going to respond or not. But for those of you who know, who reach out to me, I pretty much respond to everyone if I, if I see the message because it's just so important to connect. And I feel like now with your business and inner beauty, like it is the foundation of your business. Yes. No pun intended with foundation. <laughs> It it, is. It's why, why you started it. You know, any other advice you can share about how to handle running a business while you're managing a, a chronic health condition? I would say, you know, you just kind of have to try to make it work. For me personally, you know, there are always challenges with MS, but, you know, you just learn how to manage them as you go along. I get an infusion twice a month for my MS treatment, and I'm so grateful that I don't have any side effects from that treatment. So that doesn't really impact me at all. It's more of an inconvenience. But other than that, I know that as long as I take care of myself, it's not going to impact my business in any way. And I can really, I can keep going. I'm working while I'm getting my infusion and, you know, it doesn't stop me. So you find a way to make it work and then it becomes normal. It's, you know, part of your daily routine, like, oh, get my infusion tomorrow. And sometimes you and I are chatting when we have our infusion. (laughs) Sometimes they like end up on the same day a lot of times. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Again, I say this again, I shared earlier, I feel like it all just comes down to continuing to be resilient, having that positive mindset and just being able to just keep going, whether you're dealing with a chronic health condition, whether you're dealing with chronic business issues now or challenges, you just keep going and having a positive mindset is definitely everything. And you certainly have that. Thank you. What are you most grateful for every day? You know, I don't think that you would think that I would say this, but I am most grateful for my health. And the reason why I say that is because other than having MS, my health is good. I am a healthy person and I take good care of myself. And I'm so grateful for my health that even though I have MS, that I have a mild case of MS and I'm so fortunate for that. And I'm so thankful for that every single day that I'm able to live a normal life and care for my family. And 
I'm also so grateful that my husband and my children are healthy. And if you have your health, you really have it all. And so I'm just so grateful for that because it really is the most important thing. That is so true. I say that all the time and I just could not agree more. Finally, Julie, what does being an entrepreneurista mean to you? Being an entrepreneurista means doing whatever it takes to get it done and to not forget to do it with love, passion, and purpose. So, so important and true. Julie, thank you so much for sharing your story, your journey, your truth, and all of the incredible insights that you've shared about building and starting this company, Inner Beauty. Thank you for starting this company. So I have the makeup for myself to know that it's safe when when I'm using it. So I truly appreciate it. And I know so many other women who are using your products are, are so grateful as well. So thank you. Thank you so much, Stephanie. It was so nice chatting with you and just being able to share my story. So thank you so much for the opportunity. Where can everyone find you, follow you, and of course, buy your incredible clean beauty products? You can find us online at innerbeautycosmetics.com and on Instagram at innerbeautycos. And in May, you can find us in Nordstrom, which is super exciting. When you go to our website, you can use Entreprenista 20 for 20% off your first purchase. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for that code. We will definitely be sure to share that everywhere. Julie, again, thank you for being here. I'm Stephanie, and this is the best business meeting I've ever had. You can connect with us at socialflyny.com and follow us on Instagram at entrepreneurs. Check out all our latest episodes at entrepreneurspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Founders are always asking us, what has been the secret to our success building multiple seven-figure businesses? Do you want to know how? It's our community. We created the Entreprenista League for founders like you. Our members have access to everything we've used to grow our businesses over the past 10 plus years. To learn more and get on the wait list for when doors are open again, head over to entreprenista.com. That's entreprenista.com to get on the wait list.